This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When does it start? This is the pre-entertainment. It's important to set a tone for the audience. If you don't mind. I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. B-I-G. Ah. Everybody knows about the tragedy of a child soldier in Africa. But what we don't know is that the real tragedy is how underfunded and undertrained they are. Many are not very effective killers at all and are, in fact, more child than soldier. We want to change this so that they can be fighting well into puberty. That's why we want you to join our program and adopt a child soldier. You will have a chance to support them through their childhood and pay for their training, equipment, and even ammunition and now i gotta say i'm i'm really feline you guys really Ooh, i like that mirror our feature presentation check check one two one two check check one two check one two check hello hey this sounds mm-hmm. great i think it's working mm-hmm. I think it's, it's up We're check good. one two check hello 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 check one two this is track number one, track number one, right channel, check one, two. Hey, 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 here we go. Check one, two. Hey, hey, hey. Who says hey? There we go. There we go. All right. Good sound. Good sound. Check. Check. Hello. One, two. Check. Check. One, two. Test. Track three. Track three. Check. 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 One. Oh, turn that down. Check. One, two. One, two. Check. Over. I think we're good. Who says over? Over the limit. Over the limit. Here we go. Hello. Over still. Yeah. Wow. Is this CB Test. radio or get down here, check one two. Check one two. All right. Down there we works. go. Check. Check one two. I check. Think it sounds check one two. Pretty Almost good. done. Yeah. Almost done. Check one two. 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 Hello, one two. That doesn't work. Hello. Check one two. Check. Why is that so goddamn distorted? Check. Hello. 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 Check one two. Hey. Check one two. Check one two. Hey. 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 Wow. Much better. Hello. One two. Check. Check, check, check. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Yeah. Here we sounds go. Sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds good. And sounds good. And sounds sounds good. good. Sounds Way sounds overboard. Check uh, one, two. I think it works. Let's do it again. Is it working? Run it, run it back. <laughs> check, check. One, please two, don't. one, two. Please check. Don't. check. I already one, turned two. off my radio. <laughs> uh, it's a brand new Kevin and Bean show. It's Monday, the 24th of September. Mm-hmm. Do we have a song for that? No. Yeah. Um, and we're broadcasting from a new place. It's new. This is so weird. It's clean. There's no rats. No. 
there's no asbestos. Asbestos. Well, I miss the asbestos. Do yeah. you? It makes me a better broadcaster. <laughs> it's like my like uh, spider biting me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I become more of a superhero because of asbestos. I'm sure we can import some asbestos. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's easy to come by. It's um, so pretty in here. It is beautiful. It's sort of here's the weird thing is that we used to we worked in a building that was a dump and yeah. we loved it because it was it was our dump. Oh. Allie didn't love it. A lot of you have fond memories just because it's what you know. Like right. Saturday Night Live. People have fond memories of what they know. So you're saying wasn't that great? It was, As a newer person uh-huh. who only spent almost, what, three and a half years there? Right. It was disgusting. So was, you're saying yeah. Kevin and Bean are like the Patty Hearst of that building? Absolutely. Like after a while, they Absolutely. love their captor? Yes, they have <laughs> Stockholm Syndrome about the Venice building, for sure. Yeah, and both of them have developed full tetanus. Like for sure. Full, yeah, that is yeah. true. That open is true. sores and the whole nine. I thought yeah. that was unrelated, but... No, no. no I think it's all connected. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I wonder how this is going to go. A, B, mm-hmm. it's too clean. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's really nice. And no, but I mean out. it's too clean. Like I'm uncomfortable with how cleanly it is. Like it's sterile. Yes. Yeah, we could definitely perform a surgery in here. You know, you know when you go into somebody's house and it's too nice. They to, haven't lived in it yet. Yeah, right. it's too nice to sit down. And you don't mm-hmm. want to ruin anything. That's what it feels like. So yeah. we're gonna have to dirty it up quick. This oh, is Grandma's know. guest room, the one no one right. sleeps in. There were weird doilies. <laughs> there were, and also there are. T- yeah. I mean, I don't. I, I don't mean to point it out mm-hmm. so early, but there are two TV screens in here, right? Which is the exact opposite of the old building where we almost couldn't get internet. That yeah, is true. true. Yeah, that that is, that is true. now we can see things breaking. Yeah. Anything we want. Yeah, we have to keep Kevin away from that remote because if he what? hears that there's a car chase... That's what it's for. Is it? Oh, car chase. Car chase TVs. Yes. Okay, yeah. got it. Just two of them. Oh, How dare you? We could have two on at the same time, different channels. We could. Oh, I f- two, I fear... two angles on a chase? Yeah. Right? I, f- I fear for, uh, I don't know, your commitment to the show if there's a car chase on. Or we just do play-by-play it's, of the car chase. That will become the show. It's always been car chase first. Okay. And then everything else second. All right. So it's always been that Makes way. Sense. So all right. It's going to continue that continue way. continue the tradition. <laughs> well, can we give a shout-out to all of the um, lovely people working their butts off every single day, sometimes 24 hours a day, the IT and the engineers? Yeah. Like, it, they've they've been, been crazy. Two days ago, this was just a pile of electronics. Yeah. yeah. And somehow in the last 48 hours, they put it all together. Yeah, They've really made our impressive. jokes look stupid. They have. They yeah. really we have. We made a lot of jokes about not being able to to, to record today. Right. But we said, yeah. we'll see you in, in Venice right. many times. And maybe Friday. we need to have a, a best of ready yeah. just yeah. in case. And we, no. just, we made all those jokes. You're right. They completely ruined yeah. it. Yeah. They ruined the jokes. I came over yesterday thinking, all right, I'm going to have to show them how I log into my computer, show them how yeah. I have to go to a printer. And they're like, yeah, everything's... Uh Everything's all set up. Just try it out. Pretty Wait, good. What? I got to be honest. I thought Allie was, she came in ready to yell. I yeah. was ready. Right. Yeah. I oh, had don't my worry. One, of, one of the printers didn't work. Yeah. We, we saw a little <laughs> bit of it. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, get him in at IT. You got yeah. a printer down. It was, it was a paper jam. Everything's fine. In real fine. life, I think it was just to set, settle that you knew you had to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, for like sure. Michael Jordan doesn't lay up a whole game. He has to dunk no. once. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So just get it over with. So. Get it done. Yeah. Early. Done. Why not? We were given alcohol, too. Yeah. There's alcohol in there. I'm not sure that's the best plan. No, it's a little early. But it'll help us soil this place, so that's was, good. Don't say soil. Soil. you mean word. make it dirtier. I don't mean soil. Uh, we're so going to drink until we poop. Right. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> and we're not leaving the studio after uh, that happens. Nope. Uh, all right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? And there it is. Yeah.
Check, check, one, two, one, two, check, check, one, two. Right, we got that. Uh, people are dumb on the show today. Uh, Jensen is moving I as, am. as well. We just moved studios, but he's moving houses. Yes, currently. Ooh. And that's a nightmare. Yes, and not only a nightmare, it, it triggered an old story of mine from a decade ago that we will go over. All right. That is terrifying. And also, it's like real-life horror nights. Fantastic. I lived a real-life horror nights, and I am here to tell you about it. Fantastic. Can't yeah. wait. Uh, Jensen is in for Bean, who's on vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, a brand-new internet roundup. It's uh, Monday, so we got great news. We're going to talk about Uber horror stories. Man. There was a guy that ordered an Uber, and he got in, and he realized that the driver was so drunk that he pushed the driver out of the way and got behind the wheel and drove himself there. Oh, my God. Then what? That doesn't seem ideal. He carjacked himself. What do you mean, then what? Then he got out and went to work or whatever. Oh. Leaving the guy behind. Right. I mean, it's... I would have taken the keys and then called the cops and been like, suck it. (laughs) What a jerk. So, I mean, he put work ahead of that as... Well, that's nice of him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What you're saying is we won't see you. If it happens to you, just start without you. No, I'm saying once I get to work, I still have oh, that Oh, then you're still owning it. Oh, yeah. I got it. Yeah. I got you. Right. Andrew Siciliano from the NFL Network with a uh, recap of week three. And uh, Matt Bellany from The Hollywood Reporter talking about his uh, interview with Bob Iger oh, from Disney. Good one. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. So that's coming up this morning. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and B. K.U. Allie is here now with what's happening. See any movies this weekend, Kevin? Did not. About you, Jensen? No, I, I wanted to see. Uh, uh, there's a couple that I still want to see. Tell me what you're talking about, and then I'll remember this name I forgot. I'm going to do the uh, top ten in the box oh, office. Good, okay. good, good, good. Coming in number one, the house with the clock in its walls. I didn't even know that movie existed. It's it's existing, and it <laughs> did well. Uh, it is Eli Roth. Because he's not busy doing our Thanksgiving movie, That's so true. obviously he's doing this. Yeah, it's his best opening ever. Yeah. 20, Over Hostel? $27 million. I didn't know the movie existed. Yeah. 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 It's a problem. Yeah. For it's, me, not for them. They well, made no, a lot of money. They're pretty happy. No, yeah. but it is odd for somebody who pays really close saying. attention mm-hmm. to I'm what's like going on. I'm a gross person. I yeah. read everything. Yeah. <laughs> Move on. That's okay. so sad. All right. Well, that was number one. You have time. It just came Still out. Got time, Thank right? you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, coming in number two, A Simple Favor. Yes. That's what I want to see. The feed yeah. movie. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. Another ten point four million, followed by the Nun, ten point three million. Kevin, not not as impressed with the Nun as you thought you'd be. Correct? No, no. The problem with movies like that is that they have to, at some point, pay it off. Yeah. So it's easy to ask questions and make things look scary, but then when they pay it off, a lot of times in horror movies, it's like, okay. Yeah. It's making a ton of money internationally. Oh, I bet. Like ton. It's like yeah. becoming one of the highest grossing horror movies. If I can guess the ending you don't have a good movie <laughs> oh really you just knew it <laughs> I, I mean yeah it's pretty yes it's okay. an easy guess that's mm-hmm. I think that's the problem I had with it I felt that way about searching but you two did someone did not I love searching I loved it I, yeah. I was like laughing I loved it. the whole time <laughs> See, you, I, not because I find kidnapping funny, though that's I what do. what it is, yeah. <laughs> but you not, are just what, overjoyed when I it's a kidnapping I, movie. I, I'm not going to spoil anything. But I'm saying I think I knew exactly what it was from the beginning. But you didn't think it was still a good movie, even though you're so smart and figured it out? Well, I'm a genius. That yeah. has nothing to do with the <laughs> <Right>. movie. Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't. I, I don't know. I didn't okay. like it as much as you two. All, All right. right. Yeah. That's allowed. Yeah. yeah. You, yeah. Could, you could be wrong. Yeah, totally. I definitely could be right. Totally. That's cool. Number four, The Predator, coming in at number five, Crazy Rich Asians, still making money, $6.5 million, followed by White Boy Rick, Peppermint, Fahrenheit, The Meg, and rounding out the top ten, Searching, brought in another $2.2 million. 
I mean, Jensen's mad about it. Yeah. But it's no, fine. Need. Just give me the money. It's fine. You guys, 15 years ago, Freddie versus Jason. Robert Englund donned those razor claws for the last time. He was done messing with teenagers. He would no longer be on a killing spree while making those wisecracking jokes. He was finished. Right. That's not true, you guys. Freddie's back. Mm. Mm-hmm. What One, a surprise. two, Freddie's coming for you, right? Remember that song? Yes, yes. Sir. So, so scary. scary back Still in the scary. day. But it's not in another Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Okay. It's the next logical place. He'll be back on the Goldbergs. Yeah, haunting Jews. I love this so much. The 80s set ABC family comedy will welcome Mr. Kruger in its Halloween episode next month. One, two, I'm coming for Jews. Oh, it's catchy. (laughs) It is catchy. I like it. I like it a lot. Here's what I love about this. They they ran a promo, and you see Beverly Goldberg asking him, is there a Mrs. Kruger? She tries to start setting him up on date. She's like, I got a Rolodex. I can hook you up. Oh, I love that show so much. The Goldbergs kicks off season six on Wednesday. So you can uh, watch that. It's, and an ex- then- it's an exciting time to have all, all the shows coming back. I know. Yeah. I agree. I do love fall for so many reasons. Darker earlier so we don't have to deal with kids outside being joyful and playing. No. <laughs> um, that's number one. It's a little Get look, off my life. A little wow. look into my life right yeah. there. I'm just saying. Uh, granted, I get to wake up late now at right. 3.45 a.m. as mm-hmm. opposed to 2.30 when I did television. Yeah. But when kids are outside playing at 7, 8 o'clock at night, unacceptable. Really? Like, what are you doing? 7 or 8? Yeah. You must be a very cool neighbor to have. I'm awesome. <laughs> I absolutely yeah, because am. When you said that, I was thinking, what? what is it, 10, 11? Yeah. What's the... No. <laughs> 7, seven or, eight. or 8. You want kids inside absolutely. at 7. Absolutely. Right. Do some homework. Wash some your video, hands. Play some video games. Stay in. Yeah. Exactly. Kids, why are you going outside? <laughs> it's so gross out there. <laughs> Let's talk about some birthdays, shall we? WWE's Stephanie McMahon, Ben Platt from Broadway's Dear Evan Hansen, and a bunch of Perch... Per- what? Huh? Pitch Perfect movies. That was hard. And former Tonight Show intern turned red carpet host and judge on RuPaul's Drag Race, Ross Matthews, and a man that was on Hercules and had one of my all-time favorite reads. He was supposed to do his line, but he was supposed to do it in a way that that meant he was disappointed. That's what he was trying to convey. Okay. Instead, he read the line, then ended with this. Disappointed! <laughs> So that's my favorite thing. That Kevin is fantastic. Sorbo, happy birthday. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Let's do some people are dumb, okay. shall we? Dumb. First one comes out of Florida. Police officer was arrested on suspicion of purchasing cocaine. Christopher Heredia, 25 of the Sweetwater Police Department, was arrested after Miami-Dade cops witnessed him allegedly purchasing drugs in a Walgreens parking lot on a Tuesday afternoon. Oh. For Florida, that's low grade. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, apparently, when they stopped him, he said, I'm a police officer. Just letting you know, as if maybe they'd let him go. Right. Maybe it was research. Right. Yeah. The police uh, report noted that he, is, he was stuttering and he appeared nervous with trembling hands. A, sub- a subsequent uh, search revealed a bag of cocaine in the driver's side as well as three Xanax pills. And then this is, it's odd what he ended up telling the cops. This is the Sweetwater cop, 25-year-old Christopher Heredia. Miami-Dade police busted him for buying crack. Crack, Heredia allegedly said, quote, is not for me, it's for my wife. 
Oh. <laughs> That's romantic. That is Isn't very. That great? What if it was their anniversary? Yeah. And, and by the way, does that help? No. As a no. police officer, do you think, oh, this will get me off? I'm actually, right. I'm buying yeah. it for my wife. I'm yeah, not, yeah. not going to use it. That don't, would be disgusting. Don't be yeah. ridiculous. I'm a cop. For my garbage wife. <laughs> uh, this one is a 22-year-old man hospitalized after accidentally shooting himself in a Chuck E. Cheese restaurant oh, in see, Tacoma Sunday I night. understand that, though. You do, if do you? If you've been in a Chuck E. Cheese, yeah, I mean, sometimes <laughs> you're like, enough, yeah. right? No, I think this was accidental. Oh, I'm okay. pretty sure it's accidental. Apologies. A bunch of people started running down toward the end, and they said, somebody has a gun! And then it just, you know, you hear the gunshot, and everybody freaks oh. out and heads for the exits. Oh, no. Then they saw a guy lying on the ground, and he had shot himself accidentally. I mean, those kids go there for a show. Right? That is Got true. a show. That so is true. then someone said, hey, we're not thrilled with you bringing a loaded weapon into a Chuck E. Cheese restaurant. Sure. But apparently he had a license to carry, and that's perfectly fine in Washington. Oh, dear. So that doesn't seem good. Yeah. Uh, man says rubbing produce on butt was a YouTube prank. What? In Manassas, Virginia, a man who picked up produce... Mm-hmm. Pulled down his pants. Uh-huh. Go on. Rubbed the produce on his buttocks. Why did they put the word buttocks in any story? And then put it back on the shelf. Oh, sir. That oh. giant food um, was arrested late Saturday afternoon, according to the Manassas City Police. He Manassas. Told, is that what it is? <laughs> well, I'm oh, just ass. saying emphasis on the ass. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> he told uh, WJLA Television that he was attempting a YouTube prank. Uh- Oh. As if that's supposed to get him out of it either. For my wife's YouTube channel. (laughs) (laughs) He was charged with destruction of property and indecent exposure. Police say the store had to discard several pallets of produce. Oh, Oh, gosh. What? what? How How big is this man's butt? Right. Isn't that crazy? Several pallets they had to get rid of. I mean, also, what kind of display is this market having? (laughs) Yeah. We have a ton of cucumbers out. <laughs> well, if he just rubbed it on his butt, like not in it. Well, I don't know. I don't have I that need detail. More, report. I need more info. I'm just saying, Are you alluding to the idea that you would keep right. vegetables out that have been rubbed against a butt because it wasn't inserted in a butt? I'm saying that it's is, not as bad. Okay, I don't ever want you to run a restaurant. <laughs> Do you want some fruit salad? No, I brought something. I'm never eating anything building. from your house. That's all good. <laughs> Ever. There's donuts outside. It's too close to you. They're not even from you. Um, and finally, uh, out of Florida, hard to believe, um, suspect flees from police into toxic Florida algae, then desperately pleads for help. Oh. Uh, Abraham Duarte was stopped in his car in uh, Beach Parkway East last week after he was pulled over for allegedly speeding. Um, according to police, Duarte 22 made a run for it. Body camera footage shows the officers chasing him on foot. Soon he found himself trapped sort of in a little corner uh, known for its crisscrossing canals. So he thought, I'm not going to jail. I'm going to jump in this river and get away. Right. Um, he wasn't thinking about the fact that Florida had been beset by historic and disgusting algae bloom that was dirtying the waterways. The green algae isn't only smelling, uh, smelly lifeguards and those who live close to the water have taken to wearing masks to shield themselves from the stink. Oh, it's Florida also, sounds delightful. It's also yeah. toxic. Several fish and wildlife have been killed by the algae and people can be sickened by breathing it in. Well, happiest place on earth. So wow. this guy jumps in, uh-huh. he splashes into the water, and he immediately turns to the police, realizing that he's caught in this, uh-huh. and starts yelling, help me, help me, I'm going to die. Yeah. Help me. I actually have, this is audio from the police mm-hmm. and his um, 
what do you call it? Picture? The body cam? Yeah, the body, body cam. cam. Okay. Thank you, Elliot. You're welcome. Words I already said in this story. Sure. This is it. I need help. Send me a throw line if you got one. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. <laughs> now, here's what you don't know just by listening to this is that he's standing up. So he could walk right out of the water? I mean, I think he's somewhat stuck, but he's not he's floundering and going he, under. Yeah, he's like frozen in fear. Right. Huh. I'm going to die. Hang tight. Reach no. down. Can you touch the bottom? No. You're standing on the bottom now. I can see. <laughs> he, he, he denies it first. You can no, walk I'm not, out. I can't touch the bottom. I can see you're standing on the bottom. Oh, sorry. There we are. He's swimming towards us. <laughs> on the bottom. He's touching the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, sir. Come on out. Okay. <laughs> Come on out. <laughs> Come on out. You're going to make me very angry if I got to... Abraham, come on. Come out of the water. So gross. He caught himself in the middle of the algae, and uh, he's not liking it very much. We're gonna hose you off, Come on, man. Don't do anything stupid when we help you off, right? Honestly, if you got a point to your life where the cops say I'm gonna hose you off, yeah, you've made some bad decisions. Also, it was life. quite a reveal. His name was Abraham. I didn't think it was going to be such a formal, yeah. a formal Biblical name. name. Yeah. <laughs> Come on out, Moses. <laughs> and that's people are dumb. Dumb. Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K R O Q. That's yeah. the voice of uh, Jensen Carp, who yes. is filling in for Bean and doing a fantastic job. Jensen, Thank you're. You. We just moved studios, so this yes. is our first day here. Yeah. You got a new house. Yes. Are you sleeping there yet? No. Okay. I, I, we are like a few days away from the bed being delivered. Okay. Which is always, you know, but then you like, you deliver piece by piece in your car. You're like, I'm not going to drive out there and not bring something. So you bring like a couple pairs of shoes. Yeah. And a random plant. It's just a, a bl- like an empty house with a few shoes in it. Yeah. It's like oh, the saddest sad. way to live. Yeah. yeah. But it did trigger me remembering the last time I moved had one of the most horrifying experiences, not only that I've ever experienced, that I've ever heard. Okay. And oh. it involves, uh, you know what Rumspringa is? Yes. Oh, yes. So it involves a woman mm-hmm. on Rumspringa who, in my opinion, is the most terrifying person I've ever met. If people don't know what Rumspringa is. In the Amish religion, or in the, the belief system, mm-hmm. you're given a small amount of time to leave the religion mm-hmm. and do all the crazy stuff you want to do. Live it up. And live it up, and then come back and not feel any of the effects. It's like white people with spring break. Okay. You know what right. I mean? Like, you could come back and just join your normal life. Mm-hmm. Or I guess it's like weird white dudes at Burning Man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Come back, live your normal life, but while you're there, it's almost its own universe. Right. So I'm moving things from my uh, apartment at the time down to my car, and I'm moving things piece by piece, and I look over and I see it, what looks like a child from far in a mm-hmm. dress, in a kind of uh, paper dress. Okay. And, and she's sort of uh, wiping her hand against a car, and I realize it looks like a, a child waiting for their dad, like, Dad, I'm at the car, that right. kind of thing. So I go back inside. Nothing bothers me. Walk back outside. Now I see the daughter, this young child, mm-hmm. sitting on the top of a car. Like oh. like sitting on it, but still like, Dad, come on. Mm-hmm. Taking forever. I go back inside. No problems. Walk back down. Now this child has moved very much closer to me. Now it's about 20 feet away from me and is talking to someone mm-hmm. on a balcony. Okay. Another apartment's balcony. And uh, 
I'm looking over, and she turns around and catches eyes with me, and I realize this isn't a child. No. <laughs> this, is, this is like a 45-year-old woman oh. in a paper dress. Oh. I also realize she's wearing gloves of some sorts and has something in her hand. Oh, God. What? Yeah, and now the people on the balcony, uh-huh. one yells, don't let her go. And the other yells, run away. Oh, that's so a I've, choice. I've been given. Wait, they were saying that to you? To me. And it's a choose your own adventure. Yes. It's page 65 yeah. if you're going to die. Yeah. And 73 if you can succeed for a few more pages. Right. You know what I mean? And so I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm holding a picture frame. This, this woman mm-hmm. starts walking towards me. Just walk, just slowly moving. This like, is a so horror said, movie. It's like horror night. She made the decision for me. Don't oh, let she her go. Clearly did. <laughs> She's walking towards me, and I start moving backwards. And I, I don't know. I hear some yelling, but now I can't decipher it. I realize she's wearing dirty. Uh, like doctor gloves, oh, very no. dirty, and she's holding what looks like a knife. Oh, goodness. so she's walking towards me, and she's a little foamy at the mouth as well. Oh no, and little foamy, and she's walking towards me, and I go, "You don't want to, you don't want to walk any closer." I don't know what to say. I'm not, <laughs> right, right. I'm not Steven Seagal. <laughs> right. I, what are you going to back that up with? Yeah, I don't know. I'm this is zombie. I have no idea what I'm doing. So I go, "I, you don't want to come any closer," and I kind of make it look like I could hit her with the frame, like sure. I'm Swayze and Roadhouse. Yes. Like I don't even know what I'm doing. You're not very. Very menacing. No, okay. I, I, I look like uh, at this point, especially in my life, I'm basically an accountant <laughs> trying my hardest to look tough. So I'm walking backwards. I say, you don't want to. And she gets closer. We're about still about 15 feet away from each other. And then I go, if we just walk away, everything will be fine. And I, I don't know. I'm just talking. Right. Same things Stuff I, you heard on TV yeah, shows. I've heard him say it in chips, so now I'm repeating it. And so now she is a very foamy, even foamier. And she does a lunge, but she's so far away that I, it doesn't affect me. But right. it does make me think this woman is insane. Right. So I make a decision at this point. To run? Well, or do I run at her? I don't know. I, I have oh, to decide between God. the two things. Do I run at her with the frame? Hit her. And, or and then I, what? What's the, what's I don't the know. final now plan I'm there? Fight. I'm in a fight. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I but you don't want to be a fight with a woman with a paper dress? I, you can never foamy? win. You don't want to fight foamy? No, you never right. want to fight foamy. No. My dad always said that. <gasps> yes. And so now I'm, I'm slowly walking away, and then I, I drop the frame and run. Oh, okay. <laughs> she runs after me. No. Full speed. She's, no. she's sprinting at me. Oh. So I cross Olympic for those uh, regionally listening. They know this is a crazy street filled yeah. with cars. I don't have the moment to think. Right. So I'm, I run across Olympic. No one gets that close to hitting me, but a couple breaks and honks. And, but early Frogger. Yeah. Okay. Early, very sure. early Frogger. Okay. And so I am running and screaming. And luckily across the street, about a, mm, half a block away, I see a policeman who is doing a uh, report of sorts on, mm-hmm. on the ground for uh, like an accident that happened earlier. Okay. You know, they have to come and take pictures right, or something. Right. So I'm running and I go, help, help. Help! And he immediately, they don't draw their guns, but they hold their guns and they think I'm in, tr- like, I'm the problem. Oh, sure. Because no. there's a woman chasing me. Right. And I go, not me, her, her! And they still don't go with it because it's like, what? She looks like a child. Right. And then they, you could see <laughs> the an Amish woman. How yeah. much damage could she do? How much can she do? And they, they, they see her face. They realize this is the problem. And then guns come out for her. She stops immediately, puts her hands back behind her, and drops what was in her hand, which was a, f- a, a, a plastic knife. Which okay. shows you me and my toughness. I thought she had a knife in her Still, hand. Still, it could be it's, a silver one. It was. It was real? like a paper. It was like a white plastic okay. knife. All right. So, uh, and so she she drops her hands, puts it behind her head. They put her in the car, still foaming, still hitting her head <gasps> against the glass oh, and laughing man. and like screaming at me. Uh, they at that point were like, "It's some sort of drug," you know, like it wasn't bath salts. 
that was what it was called yet. But he was mm-hmm. like, it's a drug where people, he was explaining it to me. Uh, and so the the point is, is that the reason some people didn't want her to leave and others did is that she was damaging cars. I oh. thought she was like rubbing cars to be sweet and cute for her dad waiting. No. She was like knifing with oh, this plastic wow. knife, different cars. Uh, and that was a real life zombie that I encountered. Yes, wow. it was. Yeah, that was the last time I moved. So now every time I move something down in my car, I'm looking around for this woman. Sure. For sure. I have a. Because she's going to be out stalking you still. Yeah, she probably. Also, she knows where I live. Yeah, She obviously. saw me moving things. Obviously. So I feel like she could always, uh, always <laughs> follow me and just stand by the window. Where I have those dirty gloves on. I just, oh, I, I hate wish, everything. I just wish you had fought her. That would have been the best thing ever. Because she would have destroyed you. I would pay uh, 10 years <laughs> salary to just see a video of me going back away With you don't frame. want any of this i don't know i'm just saying everything i've ever heard in a movie Maybe it's a framed picture of your mother yeah yeah <laughs> her head. Like, the kevin and bean show on k-rock dave the king of mexico has joined us in the studio hey dave good morning guys got a brand new internet roundup how yeah. many videos are how many videos are on this about week? 14 about 14 mm. videos yeah and it includes some trailers from uh, captain marvel which is coming out can't wait yeah and uh bumblebee which was just releases this morning fantastic yeah. let's get into it kevin and bean's internet roundup yeah oh watch me baby uh, internet roundup come on y'all internet roundup oh watch me baby I don't know that we're thug life. Mm. <laughs> Pretty sure that's not a thing. Uh, speak, Paul, speak for yourself. Yeah. Paul McCartney gets knighted. He was answering uh, questions for, is it Wired? Yes. Dave? Um, and he somebody asked him, Are, when did you become Sir Paul McCartney? And he tells the story of going into the bad queen, the bad woman, and everything <laughs> that had to be done. It's very exciting, actually. You have to be a bit of a royalist. You have to think that the queen is cool. <laughs> okay, I'd just like to stop right there. <laughs> to be knighted, mm-hmm. you have to think that the queen is cool. Well, I think it's an honor to be knighted. Is it? It is. Yes, okay. Yeah, and you don't go in there like, oh, this blows. In his defense, though, there are not a lot of people who think the queen is cool. <laughs> So, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, not a lot of people get knighted, and not a lot of people think she's cool. Kevin will never be a knight. Please. (laughs) Some people actually turn it down. But anyway, it's great. You get to visit Buckingham Palace, and you go in there, and you're in a room full of people who are getting honored. And the guy comes in, the equerry, kind of military guy, explains what you have to do. It's my favorite part because you have to, the way you have to address the queen, I don't think you can look her in the eye. I don't, yeah. I'm not positive that's true. <laughs> but. How you have to approach the queen. You have to kind of walk in and then look at her and then walk straight ahead and then just bow your head a little bit. The queen takes a sword. Now, uh, how old is she? Like 90 something? I she's 140. In the 90s. I mean, do you want to give the 140 year old a sword? No. That doesn't seem like a good process. This also sounds like a Courtney Love meet and greet. <laughs> <laughs> so. At this point, you have to be very trusty. She could do anything with that sword. One shoulder, the other shoulder, and then it says, Arise, Sir Paul McCartney. I mean, I guess it would be something. But I just, I'm not a fan of the royal family at all. Okay. So when somebody comes in and says, here's how you have to look, mm-hmm. where you look, here's how you walk, come on. F you, right? You guys are all with me. 
Well, as a Scientologist, I'm kind of down with this. (laughs) (laughs) This seems mild, actually. (laughs) All right. Here's a woman that uh, sees a spider, and some people are just naturally frightened out of their minds when they see a spider. Mm -hmm. But she has thought to pull out her phone so that she can video it. (laughs) In her car. In her car. Yeah. And listen to her reaction to it's a pretty small spider it's about the size of a dime okay maybe holy f- oh my god oh my god what the f- oh my god i'm gonna die oh my god i'm so scared holy f- look at this f- spider wait for it wait for it oh my god i'm so freaking scared oh my Can you imagine if she was in your family? No. Every single meal, she's she just seems like she's the loudest. Yeah, she's an overreactor. You think? About everything. What are you talking about? We work with her. It's probably Christine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next one is Honest Trailers Jurassic Park. And uh, this is pretty funny because it pretty much recaps the whole series. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Right, yeah. exactly. Return to Dinosaur Island, a place two different billionaires picked for their theme park without caring that it was on top of a f***ing volcano. <laughs> now, after the original park was destroyed and the park they rebuilt was destroyed, what's left of that park will be destroyed unless another billionaire can build a new Dinosaur Island and start the cycle all over again. Because when it comes to Jurassic Park, dumb... Uh, finds a way. Dumb finds a way. Oh, boy. You know, even if you like the movies that they spoof, they're usually right. Yeah. <laughs> but, that, uh, but this movie, they're dead on because it was a terrible movie. <laughs> it was. Yeah. yeah, but even the premise itself that you would keep building the thing that destroys us. <laughs> is absurd. <laughs> is yes. absurd. Yeah. Uh, Billy on the Street. Oh, my God. A genius. Him. How much do we love this? Billy Eichner is an absolute genius. He's uh, walking around with Emma Stone, and he's trying to t- get people to talk <laughs> her into getting on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Because she's not on Instagram yet. And he approaches, uh, Billy approaches this guy with Emma Stone standing right behind him. Sir, it's Emma Stone. She's not on Instagram. Oh, my God. It's Emma Stone? Yeah. Yes, it's Emma Stone. Hi. I'm trying to get her to join Instagram. Okay. What's your favorite Emma Stone movie? Um, Harry Potter. Oh. That's Emma Watson. (laughs) (laughs) That was Emma Stone just going... Oh. oh. Uh, the best, though, is the woman that approaches them that just has, like, a whole plate of shrimp or something oh, on yeah. the street. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I don't want to shake your hand. I've got shrimp all over my hands. It I'm really like, what is. is going in New York, on? Everything what? Billy's ever done for Billy on the Street, now he's doing it for Lyft. It's like a small video series for the company Lyft. Everything he's ever done is a love letter to New York City. Yeah. yeah. Like, more than the celebrities, <laughs> it's just him walking on the street, and he finds people who have backstories and things mm-hmm. and have stayed with the show from the beginning. It's a great show if you can watch it. And he's so nonsensical too at times. I he's love the it. Best. Love it so much. The brand new Kevin and Bean inter- internet roundup. It's at kevinandbean.com. The Kevin and Bean Show, world famous K-Rock. A lot of people were uh, insinuating, myself included, that we were going to have problems because of the new studio that we're in. We no. changed. We yeah. moved. The problems are still me. Just what? in a new space. Yeah, new space, yeah. but same problems. Well, so. Wow, that's weird that it wouldn't change. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Monday mornings, we like to bring some good news because it seems like all you get is bad news 24-7. So on Monday mornings, it's great news. When you wake up, all you hear is bad news. So bad it makes you want to hit the snooze. 
Uh, I'm going to start with a man out of um, Greenback, Tennessee. His name is Tony Alsup. He's a 51-year-old trucker. Mm-hmm. And um, he was watching the news, and he saw the numerous animal shelters that had become overcrowded with lost or rescued animals in the area where the storms were hitting. In this particular case, it was the uh, most recent storm in the Carolinas. Mm -hmm. So he saw the news about how they were overcrowded, um, and he thought, that's something I care about. That's something I should do something about. I'm going to buy a bus. Which is a strange okay. last sentence to say. Uh-huh. The guy buys a bus, hits the road on Monday, and he um, headed toward the coast. Just committed to saying, look, I'm just going to rescue as many pets as I can and get them out of the way of the storm. Okay. And um, take them someplace else and relocate them and, and do the best I can to do that. Inside the bus, the seats have been ripped out to make room for the passengers. On the bus's sides are the word emergency animal rescue shelter. In the last week, Alsop's bus have rescued 53 dogs and 11 cats from South Carolina's shelters in Florence's path. Wow. He's like a modern-day Noah's Ark. Exactly. Yeah, it's and how cool is that? That's, that he, cool. that's what he cares about, so he's going to take care yeah. of that angle. That's great. So that was fantastic. In less than 48 hours, he stopped at the Humane Society in about seven different cities. Um, this is one of the Humane Societies. They said He said, I'm going to show up in the middle of the night, but I'll be there. They said, it's all true. Tony swooped in at 4 a.m. Wednesday morning to pick mm-hmm. up our leftovers, the dogs with blocky heads and the ones with heartworm, they say. Um, the ones nobody else will ever take, and he got them to safety. And the most, not the most conventional evacuation, but certainly one with the most heart. Adorable. So that's pretty sweet, and that's my great news. I hope someone got that dog with a blocky head. Right. Yeah. Right? No one deserves to not have... I mean, that's. I want yeah. a blocky head dog. That's all I want now. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm looking for blocky heads. Let's go find that bus. <laughs> yeah. Well, my story has to do with um, an old man. And cats. Okay. There's a man in Wisconsin who has turned snoozing into quite a charitable act. He's a man named Terry Lowerman. He's 75. He goes to local animal shelters. And this one in Green Bay, he goes to it every single day and just takes a nap with the cats. According to Elizabeth Fieldhausen, she's the founder of Safe Haven Pet Sanctuary. Terry strolled into the shelter about six months ago with a simple dream and a cat brush in tow. And he walked in and said... Hey, can I brush some cats? And they're like, all right. By the way, that instant all right. Maybe let's pump the brakes a little bit on this guy. Can I brush some cats? I'm going to buy a bus. Those are two of the scariest things a human can say. It's it's true. So he walked in, started brushing, and eventually they said, hey, you're now an official volunteer. So we filled out a volunteer form. And he comes in every single day. It's a cage-free sanctuary. It rescues disabled cats that would be at risk of euthanasia at other facilities. He grooms them for a bit, and he falls asleep. So he's just going there and taking a nap? And then he wakes back up, and he'll switch cats. I think this is delightful. (laughs) So they dedicated a Facebook post to him saying, we are so lucky to have a human like Terry. Terry just came along one day, introduced himself, said he likes to brush cats. Eventually, it became every day. He brushes all the cats and he can tell you all about their likes and dislikes. He also accidentally falls asleep most days. We don't mind. Is he homeless? Cats need this. Terry is a wonderful volunteer. This is a racket. (laughs) I think maybe Terry either is homeless or 
He tells his wife he's going to work. He hasn't <laughs> told her he lost his job, anything. Yeah. Nine years ago. Nine years ago. <laughs> and then he comes back and she's like, a lot of cat hair on you. He's like, yep, can't explain it. Work with <laughs> a lot of Armenians. <laughs> very strange. Good Lord. I just thought that was very sweet. I mean, he brushes cats and falls asleep and then he wakes up and he's like, oh, switch cats. Again, I think he's homeless. Oh, wow. It is also, it sounds like a life dream for you, Allie. It's the I same. hate True. cats, no. Oh, really? No. Oh, like I, you're shocked? What? I saw that story and yeah. I, I was like, I'm not going to do that. It's about cats. Yeah. Well, I'm doing it because so many people like cats. Kevin and I, I on the cats. show are not fans no. of cats. So oh, we've got them. you and Bean yeah. are cat people. And we're also both uh, Frye. Damn it. We'll do this. Hmm. That's my great news. Nope. I mean, it's great. there. Great, great there we go. News. That's better. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. Jensen. Hey, guys, we've went over I'm going to buy a bus. Mm-hmm. We've went over Can I Brush a Cat? Mm-hmm. It's time to get into Would You Like Some Candy? Uh, <laughs> oh, every, no. Every Saturday for the past 10 years, Bob Williams, who is a 95-year-old World War II vet, retired teacher, and high school football coach, has walked into a Dollar General store in Long Grove, Iowa, to buy a box of Hershey's chocolate bars. He walks in like an old man, probably wears old man shoes, old man pants, walks up to the cashier goes, chocolate please. He hands two to the cashier, another to the person behind him in line, and then walks around the town every single day handing them out to whoever he sees. That's awesome. In those 10 years, he's given out almost 6,000 chocolate bars, and now uh, the thought of taking (laughs) candy from a stranger is becoming the brand new marketing campaign for Hershey's Chocolate. He's dubbed the Candy Man in his town, and William says it puts a smile on everyone's face, and it just makes him feel good. In addition to his candy bar duties, he also visits, this is the sad Pixar moment, (laughs) he also visits a park bench that he purchased in memory of his late wife every day before he starts handing them out. And he says that's where he gets his orders for the day. Uh, You'll see him as part of the hashtag Heartwarming the World initiative for Hershey's, telling everyone to pay it forward and put a smile on a stranger's face. That is lovely. Would you like some chocolate? Oh, I love him. Would you like some chocolate? I mean, it's crazy because he gives it out to kids, too. And you got to wonder, it changes the whole perspective really of would does. you like some candy. It really right. does. Yeah. yeah. He also has a van with uh, nope. blinds. No, he doesn't. Which <laughs> is nope. a bit of a problem. He made, he made it bad. That. No, he does. <laughs> anyway, that's my great news. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Muggs is in studio now. We're talking about, let's talk Uber. Yeah. Muggs drove Uber for about a day. I did. I did, and it was uh, a very interesting first day on the job mm-hmm. in my brand spanking new car with the new car smell. Everything was spick and span and sparkly. The last ride of the day, I am going to, I'm proceeding to drop these two uh, college girls off. And one of the girls was talking my ear off to, mm-hmm. to no end. I mean, I was like, couldn't have been nicer, chattier. The other one wasn't saying anything. Uh-huh. Well, about three quarters of the way up through the ride, gets quiet. All of a sudden, her friend just starts vomiting all over the back seat in my brand new car. Oh, all over. And and to make matters worse, she thought she could try to help to clean it, so she started pouring the courtesy waters that I had oh, the first day no. and rubbing it into the oh, seat. Just in no. the threading. It in. Just ma- just okay. you know, nice massage, a nice yeah. vomit massage into my <laughs> upholstery. And um, yeah, that's that- a straight four point nine. I am yeah. not giving her a five review. No. No, 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 no. I I was I was upset, and I actually found out that um, after I. Took Took pictures and sent it into Uber because that's what you have to do when when there's damage to your car. Mm-hmm. She gave me a low rating. 
She she gave oh. me a low rating. Oh my! How <laughs> oh, dare she? <laughs> Unbelievable! And I was nothing but nice to her. Sure. I'm sorry about that. Unbelievable. Your career though has really been worth it, hasn't it? Well, you know what? I really haven't done Uber since. So uh, so you did what, one day. Yeah. And what he's not saying is she vomited from his bad driving. She wasn't oh, drunk. Oh, right. how sure. dare you, Jensen? <laughs> Dizzy. Carsick. He was just turning left and turning right, and no one knew why. Yeah. <laughs> Swerving. Uh, here's a story out of India. A passenger got into an Uber, realized the Uber driver was too drunk to drive, said, excuse me, uh, moved the driver over to the passenger side and sat behind the wheel and just took himself there. Yeah. Took himself to the airport. took photos and, and documented the whole thing. Insanity. Yeah. So we're going to take your uh, your stories if you have some of Uber nightmares at 1-800-520-1067. I think I'm the only one that's actually gotten into cars that weren't Ubers. Yeah, oh, so all those the time. Were just random, you do that? No, people nightmares. do it to me all the time. Oh, they do? Like, I'll be waiting for my fiance or something or just pulled over, to, you know, texting because I don't like mm-hmm. driving and texting. So I'll pull over and then I'll sit there for a second and someone will be like, tap, tap, tap and try to open the door. I'm like, not an Uber! Not an Uber! Keep walking! Weird. Sometimes I'll just pick a couple rides, though, and just drive them around the street. Sure, city. why not? Yeah. It's like crazy taxi. <laughs> pick nuts. them up. Uh. Yeah, I, it's not a good thing to get in somebody else's car that they're not an Uber. No. But it does seem like like because there's there has to be less it's a less conventional way of traveling right so sort of everybody's their own boss yeah so if people are lame no one's there to really correct them i feel like i've had good experiences mostly i've never had any drunk i don't think oh my god i hope not no i don't think i've had any problems mm-hmm. at I, all i i mean you get the talkies yeah, that drives yeah. me crazy. That's, that's why you get insane. the headphones. You put the headphones on. You go, excuse me, do you yeah. mind if I put the headphones on? Yeah. You get permission. Not listening for any. Oh, the headphones like theirs? No, mine. Oh, your own. Yeah, My yeah. own headphones. And then they see it's connected to nothing. <laughs> right. It's like the cord is dangling by your feet. <laughs> it's chest floss. I just, yeah. Honestly, I just don't want to talk. Yeah, I, I had uh, recently, two weeks ago, a Uber experience where I, for some reason, strangely feel safer when I order the Uber Black. Okay. So I ordered that. Because um, that's a fancier one. It's a it's fancier. It's more expensive. I feel like somehow they go through more background Rigorous checks. Training, yeah. They don't. <laughs> um, but in my head, I think they do. So it said to watch for a black Lexus, blah, blah, blah. So up pulls a Lincoln Town car. And I'm like, that's not it. And then the guy said, are you? And said my name. I'm like, yep. Are you in a Lexus and is your license plate? And I went to the back, looked at his plate, totally different from the one um, I had. And he goes, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's it's just a different car. And I said, so why aren't you in that car? And he's like, uh, don't worry about it. I'll, ju- I'll transfer it. And I'm like, you'll transfer it? What? He was stealing the ride? I don't know what was happening because he had my name. So he was supposed to pick me up. But whether he had put the wrong car in at the time, whatever. And then um, I had posted about this and some Uber drivers were like, you can't transfer rides. Yeah, I don't think that's possible. Well, up on my app, all of a sudden, new car coming for me Mm. four minutes away. And I'm like, "Mm -mm, nope, nope, nope. Cancel that. Cancel that. This all seems sketchy. And so somebody had said, no, what he did was he didn't want to get charged for the cancel or have that on his record that he then had to cancel the ride. I obviously would have thought that I canceled that ride. Right. So somehow transferred whatever. I still haven't gotten a response from Uber. They have left me two messages. I've left a message for the guy, called him back. But I just want to make sure 
something really shady isn't happening with that driver. Because what if I was to get in that car, right. not paying attention, something happened to me, then they look at the Uber app, they're like, well, she got into a Lexus, and blah. there's no way to track where I was. Yeah, yeah. true. So, don't get in an Uber that doesn't match the one on your phone. Absolutely I not. See, yeah, that would be terrifying. No. All right, so 1-800-520-1067 is the phone number. If you've had uh, Uber nightmares, you can call now, and we'll talk to you next. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Let's take one phone call. Let's make it Josh in Chino Hills. Good morning, Josh. Hey, good morning. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Thanks for listening calling. What's uh, what's your story? All right, so I was driving late in the, in the West Hollywood area. Uh, probably ended driving around 4 o'clock, and I live in Chino Hills, so I didn't want to drive home. I was kind of tired, so I ended up sleeping at a... 24-hour CVS just because there was a lot of light. So I went to the parking lot, you know, knocked out, and uh, some guy woke me up around 6.30, tapped on my window, woke up, rolled down my window, and he said, hey, uh, my Uber is kind of late. I'm trying to get to UCLA. Do you mind giving me a ride? I'm like, well, yeah, I'll go ahead and take some cash. And he was like, well, I forgot my wallet and my friend's car. Uh, I'll, I'll give you oral sex to take me to UCLA. And you were like, all right, how was it? Okay, well, you know, obviously I didn't do that. You didn't do but, that. Uh, My bad. I did wake up right away. <laughs> and I started, and all, I, all I told the guy was, hey, man, uh, have a good day. I started backing up in the crazy part. So I started backing up, and he looked at me and said, I'll do it without the ride. Oh. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you for the call, Josh. We're talking about uh, Uber rides from hell. Based on uh, several different stories. Allie had one. Um, there was a guy who got into an Uber and realized that the driver was drunk and ended up driving himself where he needed to go. Ugh. That seems bad. Uh, let's talk to Samantha. Good morning, Samantha. Good morning. Thank you for uh, holding on. Uh, tell us about your Uber. Uh, we were in Vienna in Europe, and uh, the guy was falling asleep at the wheel on the highway, and we had our three-year-old in the car. Oh, oh no. <laughs> How much was he falling asleep? Like, was he literally, his head was dipping? His head was bobbing, dipping, like, you know, when you're falling asleep, and he was swerving. My husband made him pull over. They have the little gas stations all along the freeway there. Mm -hmm. And he thought, oh, I'll just get a cafe and get back in the car and drive again. Like, it was terrifying. Mm. Oh, my God. (laughs) Wait, did you hop out? No, we couldn't hop out. We had to get to our car, or we weren't going to be getting home. We were stationed in Italy at the time. Man, our car had so, broken down. And so so literally, you had to get back in the car with that guy. Yeah, we did. I just would have screamed the whole time. Stay, stay away! Stay front. away! Stay away! <laughs> I was right next to him. I was like watching him like a hawk. You know, my kids in the car. Oh I'm my like, god! Next time he falls asleep, I'm gonna get it, kick him out and drive the car. This is driving me crazy. That's that's crazy. Yeah, super scary. All right, thank you for the call, Five Samantha. Stars. <laughs> we appreciate it. Uh, let's go to Paul Bye. in Huntington Beach. Hi, Paul. Hi. Hi there. Yeah, so anyways, uh, an Uber driver threatened to kill me. Um, an Uber driver threatened to kill you? Yes. Well, currently I'm team I'm team Uber driver right now. <laughs> what, what happened, Paul? Well, I was downtown Huntington Beach on Main Street, and I was partying pretty hard. Sure. And I used Uber because I don't drink and drive ever right. for any reason whatsoever. Good. And... Um, I ordered a pizza that it was one. I live two miles away from downtown, and I ordered a pizza that was one mile away from downtown. This on the route home, and I timed it just right so uh, the pizza would be ready when the Uber driver got there and whatnot. And and I asked him if he mind stopping 
so I could run in and get a pizza. And he said no, and I ran in, and I got the pizza, and I came back out. It took, like, one minute at the most, and, and he was gone. And I called him up, and I was uh, telling him how uh, upset I was and, and angry because now I have to walk, you know, a mile, half mile home, whatever. And um, he threatened to kill me. I mean, that's... Uh-huh. That doesn't seem good on any front. I'm yeah. team, I, but I got to be honest. I'm team Uber driver. <laughs> yeah. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. All right, let's uh, let's go to Jay in Woodland Hills. Good morning, Jay. Hey, what it do, nephew? Talking about Uber bang, rides. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah. <laughs> so I was in D.C. on a business trip, and I was there for a few a uh, few months. So I knew these kind of like back roads where you can go, but during rush hour, you can't go down these roads, or you'll get a ticket. And I told the Uber driver, hey, go down this road because it's a shortcut. And sure enough, there was a cop there and pulled us over and gave the Uber rider a ticket. Very but, nice. Yes, I was a dick. I was a dick. But I gave the dude 100 bucks. I oh. pulled it out my watch. Oh, and nice. Bro, my bad, man. I gave him 100 bucks. That's and that was very nice. sweet. Okay. For once, yeah, I'm, so anyway, I'm team Uber rider. Yeah, team Uber rider. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> Thank you for the call. Let's go to... Um, Christian in Canoga Park. Good morning. Hey, good morning. So Uber nightmares, what'd you got? Yeah, okay, so I was driving, and uh, there's no vomit involved, but I was driving up there to the airport, it was like a 30 to 45 minute drive, and he was some sort of like trumpet player or something, because all he did was sit in the back seat for half an hour and did lip exercises, so he was going... You took Chewbacca? And he never said one word to me until he got out, and he's like, here, you should check out my album, and he gave me his card. How long was it, a 45-minute ride? Yeah. Oh, my God. To, to, to Burbank Airport. What a nightmare. Is he in a ska band? I mean, what is he, where's he going? Is he in a real big fish? I have no idea, but it was just... Five stars. <laughs> what a, what a nightmare. Like. All right, let's go to um, Cheyenne and Whittier. I wanted a pizza. It was a mile away in <laughs> one minute. Hey, Cheyenne. <laughs> Hello, Cheyenne. Going once, going Don't be twice. shy, Ann. No. No stars. No. See what you did there? Right. No, Cheyenne. That's too bad because Uber, two Uber drivers were fighting each other. Oh. Right? That sounds like good fun. Kurt in Woodland Hills. Good morning. Yes. So basically, I, I drove for Lyft and Uber, mm-hmm. and you got to be suspect of that sometimes. Anyway, I was very tired, and I was driving for Uber at the time, and I had some passengers call in to Uber and say that I was intoxicated. Now, I haven't drank for 30 years, and I don't take drugs. Why did they tired. think you were intoxicated? Because I was just just because I had driven so many hours. Sometimes you don't get enough sleep, so right. sometimes just being being tired. Got people called in, said I was drunk, which I clearly wasn't, and they got to their destinations all safely. But they called into Uber saying that <laughs> I was uh, intoxicated, which I wasn't, and I told Uber, "Look, I'll do a drug test. Right, I'll do any, you know." But I mean, and, I think uh, tired. If you're impaired because you're tired and yeah. you can't drive, I've properly. seen those commercials. Tired driving is drunk driving. No, I know, but I wasn't. No, it wasn't that bad. I mean, <laughs> they contacted Uber on you. Two stars. Get in the breathalyzer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you for the call. Let's go to Cat in Hollywood. Good morning, Cat. Good morning. How's it going? Good. Thank you. 
Uber uh, ride from hell. So, Uber from hell. So the first red flag should have been that it was an older woman, but uh, decided to give her the benefit of the doubt. My friend and I were going to a bar in Universal City on Coenga, which is parallel to the 101. Mm-hmm. And she tried to drop us off on the freeway. On the 101 Whoa. right there? Yes. She just said, I'm going to pull over and you can get out on the shoulder? She did pull over. She pulled over to the shoulder of the on-ramp. My friend and I pleaded with her to keep driving. And needless to say, it was probably the scariest five to ten minutes of our life. How old are we talking here, Kat? Uh, I'm going to say, like, at least 60. Oh, so old. That's not that old. No, I know. Yeah. No, but I can't believe they can still drive. Ethnic, so, you know, I'm not trying to... Okay. This is a nightmare. Wow. You know what? One star. One star for cats. <laughs> the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. Uh, Allie is here. What's happening? Well, remember when we had the lovely Danny Elfman on and he talked about the two shows that are happening, of course, at the Hollywood Bowl. It is Tim Burton's holiday classic coming to life with a live orchestra, the all-star cast, guest stars, everything. It's amazingly cool. Yeah, it's the nightmare before Christmas. It's the 25th anniversary. It's happening this Halloween at the Hollywood Bowl. They're doing Friday, October 26th and Saturday, October 27th. And he was in to talk about that, how they get ready for it, how he said before it's my last one and then he's like oh he took a year off then he's like oh everyone <laughs> loves it and it sells out and people adore it and it's I, like the 20th or 25th I, anniversary the 25th or something. is this yeah. year yeah I, so, gotta, I gotta buy gothic glasses i buy so many pairs right <laughs> yeah so um people were like oh all right well i gotta get tickets this time and then people were like oh no i missed out what do i do well we have a phone call on our afro line that might just help you out Hi, this is Danny Elfman on K-Rock. Tell you that we are adding another Nightmare Before Christmas show for our Halloween extravaganza Sunday, October 28th. Tickets on sale Friday at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster. You know I love Halloween. See you there. All right. I mean, It's a dead man's right? party. All right. Who could, could ask, ask for, for more? more? He came out and did that song at the end of the show that I was at. That's a jam. And it yeah. was just crazy because no one expected. Mm-hmm. As soon as he started playing, it was like, oh, my. Do, 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm in. Crazy. Absolutely. So that is Friday the 26th, Saturday the 27th, and just added Sunday, October 28th. And just want to remind people that I asked Danny Elfman when he was here, what is too early to start decorating for Halloween? Mm-hmm. And he looked me straight in the eyes and he said, young lady. All right, he didn't say that. He didn't. But he looked me straight in the eyes and he said, well, it's never. Not early. interested. It's never too early to decorate for Halloween. Yeah, but that's because he lives his life like Helen Bonham Carter. Well, like he lives in a gothic trash can. <laughs> maybe yes. I do as well. All right. Maybe I do as well. Fair enough. Just saying. When Danny Elfman says it's okay to start decorating mid-September, you decorate. By the way, also in that conversation, he sort of alluded to, he started talking about Christmas mm-hmm. as like all that forced happiness. Like he truly, yeah. truly doesn't like He lives the gimmick. Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. Just saying. Go ahead and decorate, you guys. And it's awesome. You should go see that if you can get a chance. It's fantastic. Absolutely. You guys, I know you were wondering. Yes, Josh Groban and Katy Perry really did date. Josh confirmed it on Bravo's Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen and also discussed his reaction when Katy revealed that she wrote the song The One That Got Away About Him. So he said that they were both pretty private about their um, 
their private lives back then. And then he was shocked to hear Katie reveal on a live stream that the 2010 song was really inspired by him. I didn't hmm. know about the song, but he went on to explain it, saying he was not totally convinced she was telling the truth. He said it was very sweet of her to say that. And then I listened to the lyrics and I thought, I never owned a Mustang. I don't have a tattoo. You sure this is about me? So he was thinking maybe she was just saying that to maybe get a little press about it or whatnot. But I'm just saying. Josh Groban gets some ladies. Yeah, he does. Right? He is. He looks like Fivel, like the mouse. He does. Aww. Girls love Fivel. He does. And he's but so he's also funny. funny. Yes, yeah, he's very he's funny. So funny, charming, so talented. He's on a new TV show with Tony Danza. Sure is. Yeah, on really? Netflix. Yeah, it's yeah. called The Good Cop. Is it good? I don't know. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to bank on it, <laughs> but I think it's worth watching for five minutes and then falling asleep. That's right. my Netflix review for most things. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, texting the wrong person or sending the wrong email to somebody you didn't expect to send it to, we've all done it a million times, Allie's right? Allie's done it more than most of us. It's not great. Um, here's the thing, though. What happens when you're a college student and you accidentally submit a paper. Apparently, they have things in college now where you can write your you know, college essay, whatever, submit it through mm-hmm. the school's electronic submission program. Yeah, so a lot of times, like, the deadline is midnight on some. Right. Yeah. So you send it in. You That's don't like have to... the only way college works now, from what I understand. Wow. Yeah. I had no idea. Yep. Yeah. Times have changed. Um, but then she realized after she sent it, she had submitted it with the placeholder professor name instead of his actual name. So it's the name that she would just call I'm him. I'm sure it's like Professor it. Great Teacher or something, oh, right? Oh, no. Well, so she posted about this on Twitter, about the whole debacle. Then the professor responded on Twitter writing, a student emailed me profusely apologizing for getting my name wrong at the top of the paper. And I was like, thanks, whatever, no big deal. Then I got the paper and saw that the instructor, me, was Professor What's-His-Nuts. <laughs> 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 and now I love this student so much. Do you see him writing that and up he, yeah. on the board? Just call me nuts. My father so. was professor. What's his nuts? Please oh. call me Jeff. <laughs> call me Junior. I just thought that was so dang funny. I, I was expecting way worse. Yeah, yeah. you oh, could have sure. been way worse. Yeah, I yeah. would think it's cute oh. if I was the teacher. Yeah. yeah, I think you did. Good. I think you did. Professor, what's his nuts? Yeah, and I love that. Good times, you guys. Good times. And if you are expecting to see Ariana Grande in concert with the huge success of Sweetener, fans have been waiting all about the tour. Can't wait to hear about it. A fan account posted a meme about saving money for her next tour and the meet and greet on Instagram. And Grande commented under it, you're going to be saving for a long time. The comment has since been deleted. But now a statement given by her team to People Magazine says that Ariana Grande is going to be taking some time for herself. Given the events of the past couple years, Ariana is going to take some much-needed time to heal and mend. She will be staying close to home, using this period to spend time with her loved ones, work on new music without deadline. And get tattoos. She thanks her fans for their understanding. But I feel... I mean, between the Manchester bombing... Mac Miller. Mac Miller passing away... She got a pig. It does seem know, like she's in what you would Pete call a, a whirlwind romance. Yeah, she's yeah. in a whirlwind romance. She's got that going on. They're getting matching tattoos. Yeah. They're, you know, nesting with their pig. They're probably buying pillows. Yeah. Take some time, yeah. Ariana. Relax. Everyone relax. Everyone just take a chill. 
We've got time. But also, I have my meet and greet tickets, so please rush. Hurry oh, okay. <laughs> I got to take a weird picture with you. Yes. <laughs> Some birthdays for you. WWE Stephanie McMahon. Ross Matthews. We most know him from The Tonight Show. He was the intern. Yep. Remember him? Yep. Yes. yep. Good times. Ben Platt, Nia Verdalos, and Kevin Sorbo, known most for this. Disappointed! That's yes. definitely what he's most known for. I yeah. think so. You're like Hercules, or is he the guy that yelled disappointed at the end of a read where he was just supposed to act disappointed? Disappointed! I live for it. And that's what's happening. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. 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 Q. On Monday mornings, we like to check in with Andrew Siciliano, host of NFL's Network's uh, Up to the Minute and DirecTV's Red Zone channel. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Let's talk uh, local first. Let's talk Rams Chargers and the... Tell me if it drives you crazy like it does me where they say it's the battle for L.A. (laughs) That just seems fake. Made up like at some point in the future, maybe there'll be a rivalry. But there isn't really. Mm -mm. I don't think. Uh, No. Okay. They're they're going to share the same stinking building in two years. Um, the Chargers came up with that marketing slogan, if you will. Oh, is that the I Chargers? Mean, okay. Yeah, it's it, it's it's the battle for LA. I mean, the billboards and everything. Ask the Charger players; they're the ones sick of of talking about it. <laughs> sure. How big is the battle of LA going to be this week for you guys? I will say this: if the Chargers had won the game, I think they would have gotten some momentum in that foe battle. So you think, but, ha- had they still had the Battle of L.A. and won that game, maybe it's a different thing? Listen, there are more Rams fans. Can we agree? I mean, by can far, rational yeah, people sure. agree? Okay, there by are more far. Rams fans. I don't know that a Charger victory would have put a significant dent in that, but I think they might have. Here's what I think about it, done. I think it might have won over some people that are indifferent. Okay, all right, that makes sense. Is that fair? Yeah, sure. And the Chargers didn't look terrible. I mean, they look pretty good, but the Rams just look unbeatable. The Rams look like the Rams look like the best team in football. Let's cut the the garbage here. That's what they look like right now. They're three and zero. They have a plus sixty six point differential through three games. Wow. I mean that that's ridiculous. Now. The bad part of it is they lose Marcus Peters. They lose Akeem Talib. Now, are They're both of those best. guys out for longer than just a week? I uh, I think they could be a week or two, but the problem is they play Thursday now. Right. So they get the Vikings on Thursday. It's going to be the very first prime time. I mean, other than the playoff game, the very first prime time game at home in the Coliseum since they came back here. So, I mean, this is a big deal, and the Vikings are a very good team, despite the fact that they got the brakes beaten off them yesterday by the by the lowly Buffalo Bills, yeah, which proves ugly. we know absolutely <laughs> nothing. How are the Rams at cornerback without those two guys? Uh, old. Old? Oh, no. <laughs> well, I mean, Sam Shields is one of the options. Troy Hill is another option. Uh, they are veteran backup options they are not mm. good options gotcha they're not i mean look they'll get by right but um they benefit from being at home on the short week look what the browns did last week you benefit from being at home when you don't have to get on a plane wednesday morning right? like 48 hours from now if you're the vikings to come here 
Yeah, that seems like a that seems like a nightmare traveling on a short week. Uh, let's talk 49ers and Jimmy Garoppolo. It looks like he's gone. I mean, gone it, for the season. The season? Oh, no. It it looks like he is gone for the season. It was. And listen, we but we can argue about. Wait, can we stop? About, what about his face? What happened? Is he okay? His face is fine. It's his, his face knee. Is, okay. it's, his, it's his knee. All right. He has, a, he has a terrible <laughs> face injury. It's a I'm, honestly, that's my concern. Yeah. It was his All knee. Right. It was his knee. Okay. Right. He okay. grimace in the face of pain. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, grimace is so attractive. Uh, yeah. He, um, there were some really questionable, how about that, roughing the passer penalties the last couple of yeah, weeks. Yeah, that's the other thing, too, is uh, this, how do these players even know how someone, to do it? I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to say that you know the league would argue. Well, the reason we protect these quarterbacks so much is because, for example, right now people will tell you, many will, the Niners' season for all intents and purposes is over. Right. Right. Well, hence we have to protect the quarterbacks, regardless of how ridiculous some of these calls look. Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt yesterday, scrambling. And he, he was literally trying to put his foot in the ground and just make a cut. Now he he got hit pretty hard, but the hit wasn't what caused the injury. He was running, and his knee just gave way. Mm. That's painful. But it wasn't It wasn't an illegal hit. I feel for no. those def- defenders because it's almost like you can't... Well, I, I've seen a lot of contradicting calls this yes. season, more than I ever have before. Like, there was a guy who got suplexed, and there was, like, no call. And then yesterday, there were there were much more uh, questionable light touches that were called. So I think there... It, I, my, my issue has been the ones I've seen, at least on highlights, is that it doesn't seem consistent. Yeah, what does a yeah, defender I mean- do? Light touching, I believe, is still allowed. Light touching, um, okay. Well, that's, yes. that's yes. second base. Heavy pain <laughs> is, is still allowed. Are they so, going, do you think they'll clarify that rule at some point so that everybody understands what to do? Enough of a backlash, you may see the natural reaction of the officials be to call it less. The one, unfortunately, on Clay Matthews, albeit ridiculous, looking yesterday was likely the right call by the very strict letter of the law. The one that didn't look like the right call was the one last week where Clay did any and everything possible to not suplex Kirk Cousins. He tackled him from the side. He had his right arm wrapped around him. He had his head to the side. He had his left arm, his off arm, if you notice, bracing himself as he hit the ground. Yep so that he doesn't put his full body weight on top of the Vikings quarterback. The issue becomes his head, cousin's head, hits a a fraction of a second before his legs, so then it looks, therefore, as if Matthews had picked him up and thrown him down, where in reality he just ran through him, and gravity and the force of the hit took his head down before it took his legs down. These guys can't win. Um, they, They cannot win right now, even if... The calls are legally and technically right sometimes. Well, let me ask you about that. They don't play it, in the matrix. Let me ask you about that. Is the rule, is, is that the problem? Is the rule, does that need to be changed? Well, so they have to write it. Is I, I think the officials need to be given a little more leeway. This is my opinion. Okay. And for years, you often see, if, I mean, at, at times people at home go, well, if it looks like a really violent hit, they're going to throw the flag. Right. You talk to the officials, they say, no, that's not how we do it. Um, when it comes to the quarterback, though, I think sometimes they lean that direction. Yeah. Andrew Siliano, uh, thanks for joining us. He is the host of NFL Network's Up to the Minute and DirecTV's Red Zone channel. You can follow him on Twitter at Andrew Siciliano. We appreciate your time today, sir. I'm sorry about the Patriots, Alec.
Oh, yeah, don't care. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Look, here's the thing. Nothing. Here's the thing. We we moved moved locations, and everybody Mm -hmm. was taking bets Mm -hmm. on whether I would go to the old studio today or not. Uh, I'm so happy to be the first honoree of that award. And Matt Bellany is here from The Hollywood Reporter, and... Tell us about the conversation that you had about saying that this building is next door to your building. Yes. Literally. Uh, the Hollywood Reporter offices are next door. So you would think when Dave called me and we had a whole conversation about your new studio. Right. Ta- you talked about the yes, fact that we, it was next- And I got the follow-up email and okay. the text and the whole right. thing Good. and just drove straight to the old building. That's <laughs> amazing. It's <laughs> great. It's great. I'm so sort of on my way, but not really. No one's happier about Woo! this than Kevin. Yes. Rider, because uh, he thought he'd definitely be the first to do oh, it. Oh, by the way, tomorrow on, we should all be worried. Oh, yeah. for sure. Today, yeah. well, I was making sure that I came here, mm-hmm. like like Matt Bellamy. Okay, so Matt. <laughs> it's nice here, though. <laughs> it is, right? It is. Yeah. Let's talk about Bob Iger. Yes. You did an interview with him. Um, he's the head of Disney, of course. And um, there's a lot of fascinating stuff in there. Disney tends to be at the center of most of the interesting and controversial issues in Hollywood right now. So take your pick, and Disney is is leading the charge or being dragged into the future in some ways. Um, so, so what, I mean, he basically laid out the future of what the Walt Disney Company is going to be, and you're going to see different... Star Wars movies, you're going to see less frequent Star Wars movies. He acknowledged that some of the more recent Star Wars movies were not as uh, up to the standard that they wanted. Um, He acknowledged why they're creating a Netflix-style streaming service. In a couple years, you're going to be able to subscribe to a Disney Netflix service um, where all their stuff is going to be. Let me ask you a question Mm -hmm. about that, because it does feel like everyone is doing that, and I'm going to have subscriptions to 15 different services. That's the idea. That's what they want. That's what they want. And if you're looking at Disney, they're saying, okay, we're licensing our shows and our movies to Netflix. If you go on Netflix right now, you can watch Black Panther. Right. And they're saying, why why are we doing that? Why are we building up this company that is creating this global powerhouse when we have all the content? they have, listen, yeah. I mean, look what Disney has. They have Star Wars. They have the Marvel movies. They have the Pixar movies. They have all the... I mean, the library. The library mm-hmm. of everything that they've ever done. They also just bought the Fox company. Yeah. So that's going to give them all of Deadpool and Planet of the Apes and The Simpsons and all these other gigantic franchises where if they can create a service that is as easy to use as Netflix and put all the Disney stuff there, you're going to pay 10 bucks a month. And they're exclusively? Yeah, Yeah, well, they've already already announced two new Marvel shows for the streaming service. And a Star Wars show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they're going to, I mean, they are stocking the pond, and they're just going to flip the switch and hope that everybody is willing to shell out 10 bucks a month to subscribe to this stuff, because you're not going to be able to get it elsewhere. Right. And that's in 2019, they're thinking? End of 2019, yeah. I mean... I am one to always say, I'm not getting another streaming service. Right. I'm not doing it. <laughs> CBS All Access, suck it. I will not. <laughs> I will be the first one signed up for that. There's yeah. no way I won't. And they see themselves as the leader, so why shouldn't they be in this space? And I think people are going to subscribe. If the yeah. stuff is good, 
People and are going to go you, there. If you can't find it anywhere else, totally, you're going to subscribe. And it's not the price point will be such that you can you know you can spend the ten bucks. Maybe you don't get CBS All Access, or maybe you don't get Hulu or one of the well, others. Well, that's what well, I'm saying. Is you're going to have to make choices on <laughs> well, what you right. subscribe to and what you don't. What people are choosing is to cut the cord. They're right. not they're not subscribing to cable anymore because they're right. saying to themselves, "Why am I paying a hundred bucks a month or whatever I'm paying for all these channels I don't watch?" When increasingly the channels I do watch and the stuff that I do like is on a streaming service that I can pay 10 bucks a month to get. So even if you're subscribed to five or six streaming services, you pay 60 or 70 bucks, that's cheaper than getting your traditional cable service for most people. And that's why most of cable is hanging on by a thread to sports. Because that's the one that hasn't necessarily yet nailed it as far as these streaming. But they will. They definitely will. And and Disney owns ESPN. And they're doing that too. They created a streaming service for ESPN. And eventually they will have sports that are just on that. And that you have to pay that, you know, a subscription rate to get. Because... The sports rights are so expensive. The NFL charges billions of dollars to air the games. So you kind of have to monetize that in some way. And it used to be you throw them on broadcast networks and charge a, a you know bucket for advertising. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But as audiences go down in that arena, then you're going to see the subscription model appear. Yeah. Now, we talked about this uh, last week when I read the article. And I was like, we've got to talk to Matt Bellin because <laughs> this interests me so much. We were wondering if the releases of The Last Jedi and the release of the Han Solo standalone movie weren't so close to each other. Would either of them have been more of a juggernaut? Would Solo have been more of a juggernaut? Or was it just, it just wasn't up to par? Uh, That's a great question. And I think, you know, let's be clear. The... Last Jedi did a billion three or yes. something. It was some gigantic yeah, number. So it wasn't that people didn't see it. It was that some of the fans didn't like it. Yeah, it was just a and whole, there was this whole I don't want to get backlash. into the reasons it's why. It's insane can, and they're wrong. Yeah, you can start yes. debating, oh, you know, I'm a casual fan. I was like, yeah. I don't care if Princess Leia can fly. Yeah. I don't care if, <laughs> yeah. you know, the porgs are there. Like, it doesn't yeah. offend me. But some people were offended. So... The real problem was then six months later, they released Solo, and not only did it feel like Star Wars Overload, but Mm -hmm. Solo was bad, like (gasps) objectively bad. Oh, I disagree 100%. Uh, I love Solo. I mean, they they managed to make Donald Glover uncool. How dare you? He wasn't as cool as I thought he would be just through the trailers, but I, for one, was nervous about Solo when I saw the first trailer. I was like, oh, dear God, this makes me nervous. Second trailer, I was like, I'm back on board. Then I watched it, and my God, I started falling in love with him. And I huh. thought he was awful in the trailers. I loved it. All right. Well, I you know can I'm, be... No, I'm in the minority. I'm well aware. Yeah. Well, I think the bigger uh, problem is I didn't even want to see it. At all. And, and no. and I, It's it, just too much. Oh, it's that just didn't even interest you. No, and that's the thing is, like, at least you guys have opinions. I think mm-hmm. the bigger problem for Disney would be people like me who are like, well, I just saw the just last one. Fatigue. Yeah, you saw the last one and you saw another standalone the year before. Yeah. So, you know... So how often thinking. should we expect Star Wars movies? I, he didn't say, but right. if I'm guessing, I would say every other year. Wow. Um, okay. And you know that's a big change. It is a big change, but and it gets to this question of is it the release or is it the mm-hmm. execution? Because there were three Marvel movies this year, right? Yeah. And yeah. all of them did really well, and the fans loved all of them. So yeah. the question is, why can Disney do three Marvel movies a year, but they can't do one Star Wars movie a year? And there gets to a lot of different things. You know, Marvel has built up to this mm-hmm. over time, right? And there are just a ton of Marvel characters that people yes. know and that they really know how to execute. In the Star Wars world, it's a little different because they're starting from scratch on each one. Right. But 
I think it's it's a partly an execution problem. Yeah. And yeah, like, because it's a miracle what, what Marvel does oh, with those movies. Lightning in a bottle. Yeah, every mm-hmm. single one, though, is yeah. lightning in a bottle. But Pixar really. was there, too. Yeah. You know, I mean, at one point in their, in their life. So it, it is about sort of setting up your situations, and I think that eventually Star Wars can, but they do have to lessen it to get bigger. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, and I think they need a little bit of a reset. They hired the Game of Thrones guys mm-hmm. to create a new trilogy mm-hmm. of Star Wars movies, and I think if they get that right, if they can... Take a little bit of what Game of Thrones has and works there and bring it to Star Wars. That could be really exciting. Yeah. I mean, my thing, when I read the interview, I I was I gravitated towards sort of what Disney has going on with Roseanne and James Gunn and, and Jamel Hill. And there's a lot of controversy in the past year as far as just like personality and what the brand represents. Totally. That, and that's the problem is that with Disney, it's the one corporation in America where people feel invested and mm-hmm. they think that there's a certain type of behavior that Disney should uphold. And when you have someone like Roseanne, who is you know tweeting racist things, mm-hmm. it was an easy no-brainer for them. They just said, even though it's the number one show in America, she's gone. Yeah. Same thing with James Gunn, who directed the, the first two Guardians of the Galaxy movies. He had some offensive tweets in his past that they say they weren't aware of until they started getting resurfaced by some of these conservative commentators. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know about that, but <laughs> yeah. let's, let's give them the benefit of the doubt on that. And that if this comes to your attention, then you say, okay, what do we do? What do we stand for as a company? Mm-hmm. And they decided to, a lot of controversy, to fire the guy. Yeah, and it's just a slippery slope because yeah. it, it's hard to say where the, the, the line is. It yeah. is. And it's going to get harder. And you saw this with Iger when he's talking about ESPN. Yeah. ESPN has a lot of issues where people believe it's become political, that they're covering a lot of these you know, NFL anthem protests. They're covering a lot of um, some of the, the activism around sports. And Iger essentially says, we want to back away from that. We want to be more about what's on the playing field and not what's around it. And you can disagree with that. I, I happen to think that you know some of that stuff is more interesting than mm-hmm. just you know, who wins and loses. Financially not for Bob Iger, But though. financially yeah. not no. for ESPN because they want to be everything to everyone. And if you're alienating part of your audience by covering politics, then that's not good for the brand. Well, plus they started seeing such a surge in ratings by having the personalities, the talking heads, the fighting. That became such a big part of their staple. And then Fox Sports started doing the same thing and that just died I think across the board people don't want to hear about people yelling at each other about politics anymore when they can be yelling about how crappy a sports team yeah, is. Yeah, and if you do want to hear yelling about politics, there are plenty yes. of options plenty out places. there. <laughs> and yeah, and, and people sure. go to ESPN for a little escapism. Totally. Mm-hmm. But they got to figure out something because the whole highlights model with Sports Center and going there at the end of the day to see what happened in sports, that's going away too because, yeah. as you know, if you care about NFL, you can see the highlights on your phone. Yeah. And social media yeah. did a lot of sports. Totally. And I, sure. I used to watch ESPN to find out how the Dodgers Same, did. Yeah. But now I go on my Dodgers app and I can see the game highlights. I don't go to ESPN for yeah. that. Yeah, uh, Matt Belloni, we appreciate you coming in today. Uh, that, that, this is a fascinating interview with Bob Iger. Really um, I'm super happy that you went to the wrong studio. Because yeah. <laughs> I also feel bad because he was sweating most of the interview because he's been running from wherever he Literally. was. I feel awful. I, know. I feel sort of good. Thank you very much. I, uh, I, I do not feel bad. I feel embarrassed that I was Don't. the first person to be late. I'm super and happy. I took attention away from Kevin. <laughs> Kevin will not stop saying how happy he yeah. is. It's going to live on an in infinite. Uh, I'm just happy Bean's not here to really, really take it uh, to me. We'll let him know. You're yeah. the Bob yeah. Iger of wrong locations. Yes, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Matt Bellamy, thanks for coming in. We appreciate your time always. Uh, on Twitter, it's at THR Matt Bellamy. We appreciate your time. Thanks for Thank coming. Thank you. Bye. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. Got tickets to an advanced screening of Venom. Wow. Mm-hmm. Venom. Big deal. Right? Yeah. It's going to be good fun, and we're going to do it with Total Recall. Total Recall.
Theater. No. Theater. <sighs> All right. Ellie, you want to describe what's happening here and what the listeners are going to have to do? I'm just going to ask you a question. Then we're going to give you 10 seconds to name five things that go along with that question. Okay. Seems pretty simple, right? Sure. All right. Uh, let's start with Mike in Orange. Hi, Mike. Yes, sir. Hey, Mike. Here's your question. In Venom... Uh-huh. Tom Hardy plays a journalist, Eddie Brock, who comes into contact with an alien symbiote that bonds with him, giving him superpowers as long as they share the same body. In 10 seconds, name five other superpowers. Go. Strength. Um, um, speed. Yeah, sorry about that. That's okay. We're sorry that you didn't get it. The thing is, you get that 10 seconds, and if people listening right now are screaming in their car thinking they can do this, I'm telling you, you get on the air, and it's hard. It is hard, yeah. Uh, Let's go to Raphael and Whittier. Hi there. Hey. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Raphael. The Venom symbiote's first known host was Spider-Man, who eventually separated himself from the creature when he discovered its true nefarious nature. Speaking of spiders, they mostly use their webs to catch their prey. And spider webs are common in almost any haunted house you go to for Halloween. Besides spider webs, in 10 seconds, name five things you associate with Halloween. Go. Uh, pumpkins, skulls, skulls, ghosts, and uh, uh, witch. I gave it to him. Wow, nice. One more, I think. No, that was fine. He <laughs> <laughs> said ghouls twice. I was counting two. I was like, what? I thought he said at least five. I thought he said goblins and ghouls. Okay. Goblins, ghouls, witches, pumpkins, Uh, Mm -hmm. and skulls. um, All right. You got it. All right. All right. Hold on, Raphael. Thank you. (laughs) You're in the drawing. Sorry about that. Chip and I only heard four. All right. All right. Let's go to Sergio in Inglewood. Hi there. Hey, morning, guys. Good morning. Hey, Sergio. Tom Hardy's rap mixtape from 1999 resurfaced earlier this year, and to be quite honest, it was pretty damn good. He went by the name Tommy Number One. In 10 seconds, name five other famous Toms or Tommies. Go. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. Thanks, guys. Early dropout. Oh, wow. You're not even Tom Hanks. Sergio. Tom Cruise, Tom Arnold, Tom Hanks, Tom Hiddleston, Tommy Lee, Tommy Lee Jones, Tom Tommy Brady, Lasorda. Tom Selleck. The I other mean. ones were easy. This one was harder. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. Well, I get that. You I gave it a good go, though, Sergio. You sure did. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Well. All right. Let's go to um, George in Simi Valley. Hi, George. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, George. I don't know if you've seen uh, videos or posts by Tom Hardy, but he often rescues dogs, returns them to shelters. He does amazing work, and he often posts about his love for our four-legged furry friends. In 10 seconds, name five different breeds of dogs. Go. Chihuahua, Gold, Chihuahua, Golden Retriever, uh, Bulldog, Pitbull, a Terrier. Uh, You're good. That's nice. nice. Oh, he nice. named Pitbull the singer. One more. <laughs> no. <laughs> well done, George. You are in the drawing. 
All right, you hold on. Let's go to line five and say good morning to Joe and Downey. Good morning, Joe. Hey, good morning, party people. Hey, Joe. Venom has an amazing cast. Besides Tom Hardy, there's Michelle Williams, Riz Ahmed, Jenny Slate, Woody Harrelson. I first fell in love with Michelle Williams as Jen Lindley on Dawson's Creek. In 10 seconds, name five words that rhyme with creek. Go. Creek, seek, meek, fleek, uh, reek, peak. Nice. Done. Nicely done. Nice. He gave him fleek, <laughs> right. which is technically not a, it's a <laughs> slang, but we'll give it That's to him. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah. it. I like it. All right, you hold on. We have time for one more? Sure. All right. Let's make it Art in Los Angeles. Good morning, Art. Good morning. Hey, Art. Tom Hardy has appeared in so many amazing movies, TV shows, from Legend to Inception to Mad Max Fury Road. He was also in one of my all-time favorite shows, Peaky Blinders. He played one of my favorite characters. The show has Killian Murphy in it. Killian's is also an Irish red beer with an Irish heritage. In 10 seconds... Name five other things people associate with Ireland. Go. Uh, whiskey. Uh, beer. Uh, clover. Bean. Uh, uh, cranberries. What was right I, before I didn't get cranberries? The I thought he said rain. <laughs> what did you say right before cranberries? You cut out. Uh, I, just, I did say rain. He's in rain. rain. It does rain I in mean, Ireland. Why not? Him. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Sure. he's not wrong. He is not. <laughs> he he, he not. basically could have said weather, and it's sure we know true. there's weather there. True. That's true. Yeah. All right. All right, Art. All right. Congrats. Hold on. All, All right. right. So we have uh, three people. Uh, four total. Four total. Yeah. You ready for your winner? Excellent. Yes. Tell me. Your winner is. It's Joe. Joe. Wow. Joe, you there? Hello, Joe. Hey. Hey. Congratulations. All right, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for playing the game. Oh, yeah! Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. Allie is here with one final look at what's happening. You may not know this, Jensen, but Mm -hmm. I have a a pretty solid history of being super excited about a show. And then that artist winds up canceling. Usually, you know, very good reason, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, Adele lost her voice. Yeah. So seeing her final show at Wembley, it wasn't going to happen. No big you deal. You went there for that. I, I did. You um, went there it, for that show. It was it was part of, of a bigger trip, but it was something I was really looking forward to. So hearing that breaking news in the Uber on the way to the airport, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> it's got to hurt. And then I feel like it was less than a month after that, um, Tears for Fears. I was super pumped for one of their shows. Mm-hmm. They wound up having to cancel, and then they rescheduled, went to that. Everything was fine. So that wasn't that bad. But when I saw this story, I was like, well, of course, of course. Uh-oh. Childish Gambino was injured last night in Dallas during a concert. He was on stage at the American Airlines Center, and about 30 minutes before the concert was set to end, he just suddenly walked off the stage, didn't return. This was before he did Redbone, before he did 3005. This is America. Like, well, wow. he, I mean, yeah, these are, Redbone and 3005 are probably two of his biggest. Yeah, he's got to close with it. Got to close with those yeah. two. One concert goer said that he was attempting to do the splits and hurt himself. Then others said he did a weird misstep during a dance move, most likely during This Is America. Yeah. Um, 
No one really knew what happened. Well, TMZ found out this morning. Oh, he broke his foot. Oh, no. So oh, God. He has broken his foot. So um, not sure what's happening for his forum show Wednesday. That you have tickets for? <laughs> yeah. Maybe he'll do the old Dave Grohl sit in a throne thing. Just in thing. a throne? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Watch the throne. But it's oh, just him. Nice. Right? Yeah, it's just him alone. Winter's coming. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, he shows this Wednesday at the forum Excellent. and then the following Wednesday, October 3rd. So we will we'll keep an eye on that. But I have really, really great. <laughs> I mean, I'm I mean, then you have karma. the Lauren Hill show after that. I mean, just more and more tickets so that will get the canceled. Thing yeah. With Lauren Hill though, for her Hollywood Bowl she show. She showed up, right? Not only showed up, killed it. That's what I heard. Just absolutely killed. So all right. She does that every now and then. Sure. Not only shows up, but on time, ready, slays. Lightning can strike twice. It's true. <laughs> it's very true. Well, we already know that uh, Maroon 5 is most likely playing halftime at the Super Bowl. But now it seems that that most likely is almost definite because the NFL is in talks with Cardi B to perform her remix, Girls Like You with Maroon 5 that they'll play together at halftime. But there's a sticking point, which is reportedly whether or not she gets a solo set as well. So not just doing that song with Maroon 5, but then her chance to do all her other hits. I mean, is she in a place where nope. she can demand? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to it's Super not. Bowl. <laughs> this year it's in Atlanta. <laughs> and it's just, it seems like... Good luck, Donald Glover. It seems like a lot. <laughs> just... by guys. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I hate it so much. The red bottom. It's just uh, Cardi B. Yeah. Maybe not so much with the demands, right, at this point? I would think not. Hmm. Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Britney Spears and Kevin Federline have apparently worked out a new child support arrangement. Spears has reportedly agreed to shell out thousands more in support, but... Details remain confidential. However, we do know she was paying Kevin Federline $20,000 a month for their two sons previously. But he said he just simply can't live on that kind of money and provide the type of life that their two th- two sons expect. You made a mistake. You said $20,000 sure a did. month. Yeah, that was before. So he's gotten more hmm. than that. Okay, okay. Fed baby. Wow. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Or being K-Fed. I'm saying. Killing it. I am saying. Papa's out. Not sure if you heard about uh, Drake. Not just the creepiness with Millie Bobby Brown. That's a whole other story. But apparently he fell pretty sick before two shows in Miami that he concert. He canceled the concerts. And he says that he fell ill so fast. I had never experienced anything like that in my life. Unlike other show cancellations or date adjustments due to production issues, this one fell on me and I just want to apologize. Blah, blah. Well, also, letting people down. I'm, yada, but I'm yada. saying, just for the record, this has been a doomed tour for a From lot of dates. Yeah, so it's like he might just be saying, I'm sick because right. they've had so much production issues. Yeah. Or, or It's not ticket sales, but they're mm-hmm. saying it's like there's some behind the scenes stuff that's a problem with that show. Yeah, they postponed what the first show, yeah, right? Yeah, first couple. Yeah. For the record, I have tickets to that. So. <laughs> you do? <laughs> so maybe oh, I'll take no. the old alley first. All right, yeah. there you go. Yeah. But he said, thank you to the two doctors and nurse that helped me with round-the-clock care. What happened to him? Because I'm thinking round-the-clock care. That's someone monitoring you. He's not just, like, yeah, puking and pooping, right? Yeah. Or, I mean, maybe diarrhea gets pretty uh, pretty crazy. I don't want people monitoring me when I have <laughs> diarrhea. Don't judge until you've tried it. Okay, you're right. <laughs> Although, Friday, 
Yeah. At the station. Basically, that's you what I was doing monitoring. for you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I was checking your vitals. That was happening. <laughs> it was very concerning. You left that place with a bang. Mm. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Good stuff. And sentencing happens today for the prosecutors in Bill Cosby's case. And they want to send him to jail immediately. So do I. Same. Yeah, I yeah. feel like that would Let's be make good. A, can we vote on that? Is yeah. that how it works? I don't know, okay. but sentencing is expected to take place over two days. He faces up to 10 years on each count. But, pardon, you know, pardon, he's. Pardon. I'm trying to do my impression. That's good. Pardon. Good. Pardon. Yeah, yeah. Stick to Cardi B. Oh, I hope yeah. he goes to jail for He's 81 years old, yeah. so his lawyers are saying, hey, can't he just serve out this sentence at home? Nope. He's an old man. No. It's no. gotten away with this for decades. Just disturbing. Just disturbing, you guys. It really is. I don't like any of it. What else do you want to talk about? You want to talk about Michelle Obama on a book tour? Sure. Have you seen the prices of this? No. It's very expensive yeah. to meet her, right? Or oh, something? Well, last week she announced her nationwide book tour for Becoming. It's her first memoir. Uh, tickets went live on Friday and people were like, I'm sorry, what? The sky-high prices as expensive um, and even more so than going to a Beyonce concert. Some seats, like the nosebleeds, are starting at 30 bucks. Understandable. Then a spot in the front row will set you back about three grand, right. but includes a photo op with the former first lady, a signed book, and other VIP gifts. Hmm. Her 10-city tour, promoting, promoted as an intimate conversation, also plans to donate 10% of ticket sales to charity. What venue is this? All different venues, but like stadiums, it sounds like. Yeah, it sounds Nosebleed like Staples. Seats. Yeah. I was like, what? like, what? So she's going to be just telling stories from the book? Yeah, I just assume? talking about her memoir. Hmm. For three grand, she, we better do arm day together. You know what I mean? Like, we better work out together. Like, what, what else? I mean, for three grand? Right? <laughs> She'll, like, go through your cupboard and be like, yeah. we got to throw this out. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. She should be picking my diet. I agree. <laughs> I don't I know, agree. three grand? Yeah, it seems yeah, that's pretty seems expensive. Steep. Yeah. Yeah. So there you have it. Some birthdays for you. WWE's Stephanie McMahon, former Tonight Show intern turned red carpet host, TV host, judge on RuPaul's Drag Race. He does it all. Ross Matthews. Nia Vardalos. I think we most know her from my big fat Greek wedding. Yeah, and she was the host of the Great American Bake Off one season. Letting you know because I wrote all the dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my lower jobs in Hollywood. I mean, yeah, unbelievable. Uh, and TV star, you most know him from Hercules. Hercules, Hercules, not that. <laughs> no, Kevin Sorbo. He's disappointed. Disappointed. And that's what's happening. Thank you, Riley. The SoCal Helpful Honda dealer handing out random acts of helpfulness. We all win with a commercial-free drive home today at 5 p.m. on K Rock. Um, everything worked well today, you yeah, guys. we did it. Yeah. What's up with that? The scotch tape worked. I mean, really, it was... We're the weak link. Yeah, oh, no. For sure. We we were very nervous about people who did their job right. above and beyond, right. and then we flubbed it. Right, oh, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That was all us. So yeah. good time. Mm -hmm. uh, tomorrow morning on all new Kevin and Bean show, Omar claims that he has superhuman strength as a parent. Like symbiote, like he was bit by something. Just no, it's just the, it's, like he thinks that under the like when under the gun, yes, he can become superhuman to save his child. Yes. Oh, okay. Like he can lift a train, like a, a car, yeah. whatever, whatever. Well, Maybe a car, not a train. I heard airplane. <laughs> I don't know. And we have uh, more passes for the K Rock Advanced Screening of Venom tomorrow morning as well. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.